Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday the 20th of December and not a good Tuesday either. And as usual with all the information though contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off with the bad news. We did have a pretty horrible day today, a confluence of events creeping up and decimating the market, down 110 points, I'll repeat that, down 110 points, down 1.5% to 7,024, we opened around 100 points higher, 71.21, shrugging off uh, some of the negativity from Wall Street, but unfortunately it lasted not that long, 71.24 was our high, 70. That, oh, 7,019 and a half was our lows. So closing pretty much on our lows. But we had a uh, three-point hit today. RBA minutes, which suggested the RBA was in a bit of a dither in terms of whether to raise by 50 basis points, 25 basis points, or do absolutely nothing. We did, of course, have in a slightly negative lead. And then the clincher came around lunchtime when the Bank of Japan effectively raised rates. Now, the Bank of Japan was expected to hold things as they were, as they have done for the last however many years, but they did move uh, the, uh, the, the width, I guess, of the interest rate uh, gap up slightly. So uh, that is uh, quite significant. It will now allow Japan's 10-year bond yields to rise to around half a percent which was up from the previous upper limit of 0.25%. So it's effectively allowing, uh, well, it's effectively a 25 basis point rise in interest rates, which was not as expected as a result of all that. We saw bonds jump, bond yields jump, and we saw uh, the uh, the Japanese market and other Asian markets fall. So our market took that badly, took it hard, with the exception of the banks, which actually had a reasonable day. They hung in there. Of course, higher interest rates and higher bond yields do help the banks to a certain extent with those net interest margins. The big bank basket was actually pretty much unchanged at $182.68. Westpac was up 0.1%. ANZ up 03 NAB's up a James Bond, 007, and CBA was down 0.3. So all up, the big bank basket doing nothing, but unfortunately not quite the case for others in the financial sector. Macquarie down 1.6%, and we also saw money managers falling sharply, with Magellan down another 2%, AMP even off 1.5%. Insurers a little bit mixed, Suncorp up 0.4%, QBE down 05 on the back of that. But those rates pushing higher was really the death knell for the REIT sector, which had a shocking day today. We had GMG, Goodman Group, down 4.5%. Dexas, down 2.4%. GPT, down 3.7%. And Stockland, down nearly 5%. So some big, big falls in those little REIT petites, which didn't take things well at all. Also, we saw healthcare under a bit of pressure. CSL down 0.9, but Fisher & Paykel down 2%, Ramsey down 25 and 
Uh, Sonic down 3.9%. But the damage was also evident in the industrial market today. We saw Wes Farmers down 3.4%. Aristocrat down 4.5%. And we did see the likes of TLC, that's the Lottery Corp, down 2%. And big, big falls today as well in the old school platform stocks. REA Group down 7.7%. Seek was down 5.5%. And car sales down 3.3%. What set that off today was the shocking and somewhat surprising news that Domain was doing it tough with the amount of listings they're coming through. Down 9.1%, dragging REA down with it. And News Corp also falling 3.6% on the back of that. So no good news in the industrials and no good news either in the resource sector today with BHP down 1.6, Rio down 1.2, Fortescue down 1.5, Gold Stocks easier, Newcrest down 2.7, Northern Star down 2.2 and Lithium and Rare Earths also not having a great day out. Pilbara continuing to fall 4.2% down, Alchem down 3.9 and Linus down 3.5%. Energy Stocks a little bit easier as well. Woodside down 1.2, Santos down 1.3, and Whitehaven are down 2.6% today. So nothing, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, as Martha would say. But the bank's the only bright spot in the market really today. Um, that and uh, Bendigo also having a slightly firmer day. So. That is the good and the bad news in the stocks and sectors. In corporate news, we did have that uh, update from Domain, which, of course, then fed through into NEC, which is Nine Network, which was down 5.8%. They did update the market as they do own 60% of Domain. Interestingly, though, they didn't make any comments about their own business on free-to-air or Stan. Uh, BWX returned, and I suspect they wish they hadn't. And they were down 53.2% there, just to uh, finish off the year in some style. John's Ling Group also in corporate news today with the COO selling 4 million shares. Luckily, he got out because today they were down 12.3%. That is 31% of his total shareholding. Apparently, he sold them to diversify his risk. City Chic, La Chic, freak out. Definitely freaked out today, down 31.4% on volatile demand. Why this ever was a market, darling, I have no idea. It is just another retailer, and that is certainly becoming part of it. BHP extended its due diligence on Oz Minerals for another week until the 27th. So someone's not working at Christmas, or someone is working at Christmas. And in economic news today, we did see consumer confidence uh, falling uh, on a weak note, finishing the year on a weak note. And we also saw the RBA minutes showing that they could have been anything. They debated 50 basis points, 25 basis points, or no basis points. And the Bank of Japan, of course, has raised its rates effectively by that 25 basis points, 10-year yields higher, and Asian markets slapped down. We had Hong Kong down 1.4%. We had China down one2 and Japan taking things, as you would imagine, uh, quite nastily. They were down 2.6%. I'll just give you the update there 
Uh, Nikkei still down 2.6, Hong Kong 1.8, and China down 1.5% there. NASDAQ and Dow futures also down. Dow futures last I saw saw were down 230-odd points. In the winners for Grinner's Circle today, and yes, there were a few, but too few to mention. Parenti doing well today, up another 4.2% PNR. The stock code, sorry, PRN, the stock code there for Parenti, uh, following on from yesterday's update. STA also doing well today. Uh, they had a positive announcement on the first shipment of HMC, which was completed at the Coburn project. You're wondering, of course, what HMC is. That is heavy mineral concentrate. And in red, 5, R-E-D, had a good day today as well. 2.6% higher, uh, higher grades at Darlot to, to, uh, to blame there for that rise. And H-L-I, uh, which uh, is an insurance stock, uh, they were up as well today on net claims incurred guidance. So that was good for them. Uh, we also saw SDF up, Steadfast, another insurance broking stock. And AUB rounding out the top winners today. AUB up 2%, Steadfast up 2.1% there. In the losers corner, and there were lots of losers today. Uh, INR, Iron Ear, despite a, what I thought was a positively, well, at least a positive Announcement on the environmental issues they're facing. They fell 15.79%. Points bet continuing to just fall to irrelevance, down 13%. I'm not even sure why they're now in large capitalization in terms of the uh, the market sectors. JLG not doing well today after that COO sold his 4 million shares, down 12.3%. Liontown, also a relatively positive announcement, at least didn't be... Deserved to be destroyed 10.3%, but it was LTR. Star Entertainment, certainly nothing entertaining about the share price at the moment, down 9.4%. And ARU, Gina will not be happy, down 9.4% for that one. Positive sectors today were the banks and insurers. Negative sectors in a large way were the REITs, those old school platforms, discretionary technology stocks and consumer stocks and technology stocks generally. The Alltech Index was down 4.5%. That big bank basket pretty much unchanged. Gold, slightly better in Aussie dollar terms, 26.89. Bitcoin, slightly better as well. Well, probably more steady. 16,702 US dollars a fun token. The Aussie dollar, 66.62. 10-year yields, 3.71%. Major movers and shakers that we haven't spoken about today. Oz Minerals had a good day today. BHP has extended that due diligence deadline by a week. They have had four weeks. They're now pushing it out to five. They were up 1.42%. Bear in mind, of course, that BHP's bid is $28.25. Stock currently trading at $27.80. So a little bit below that bid. The other one doing well today was TNT, remarkably so, exploding to the upside after a business update, up 11.1%. We also saw WGX, Westgold, having a good day today, up 13.3% as it's tracking towards guidance. And IVZ, 
which is Invictus Energy, one we have spoken about in the past. My neighbour's mum tipped it. It was up 17% today. Good move there. And we did see in the losers, uh, most of which I've talked about already, uh, WR1, which is Winsome Resources. Well, it was Losome Resources today. They were down 9.7% as they finalised their OTC listing yesterday. And in speculative stock of the day, well, to be honest, there wasn't anything uh, that was of interest uh, today. There was nothing of any really significant volume. Uh, the only one of any volume was PXX, which is Polax Limited. But even that was up only 33% and still under a million dollars worth of shares traded. In news in a little more detail, BMX, uh, BWX rather, back today. Uh, the stock reported a statutory loss of 335 million bucks. Downgrading guidance, uh, directors falling all over the place, and the stock cratered after being suspended for a long, long, long time. Mass Group, MGH, announced the non-market share buyback, up to 10% to begin the new year, or to begin in the new year. Liontown has executed a binding power purchase agreement for the Kathleen Valley project, securing approval for a $25 million guarantee facility. John's Ling, JLG, we've talked about it. COO Lindsay Barber sold 4 million shares. That was 31% of his holdings. City Chic, a similar results to the last announcement. Trading is still trending down, unfortunately. Nine Entertainment as well has issued that market update following the domain increased FY23 guidance. Monodelphus has announced they've secured contracts totaling approximately 110 million bucks. And AVZ, the lithium miner with so many problems in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, is now being sued by Omni Bridgeway. It's agreed to fund a shareholder class action against AVZ for allegedly breaching its continuous disclosure obligations and misleading investors, I'll say. And we had RBA board minutes today. The board considered several options for the cash rate decision at the December meeting, a 50 basis point increase, a 25 basis point increase, or no change in the cash rate. Uh, they thought about 50, but they, uh, that increase stemmed from the fact that inflation remained too high. And they thought about 25, also recognised the need to bring demand and supply into the economy into more balance. But they did acknowledge there had been significant cumulative interest, increase in interest rates. And the no change argument would have placed further emphasis on the lagged effects of the large policy adjustment to date. The board said they remained resolute in their determination to return inflation to target and do what is necessary to achieve that outcome. In Asian markets, of course, this was very significant, very significant. And the Bank of Japan, which was widely expected to do nothing, as it has done nothing for years uh, will now allow Japan's 10-year bond yields to rise to around half a percent, which is up from the previous upper limit of 0.25%. It also said it would significantly increase its bond purchases to 9 trillion yen. Pretty soon, that's going to be a lot of money uh, per month compared with the current planned 7.3 trillion yen. They need to knock a couple of zeros off that, I think. Hong Kong will further ease social distancing, and the People's Bank of China kept its one-year and five-year loan prime rates unchanged. And if you're looking for something to buy as a punt 
In China at the moment, lemon prices have doubled in the last four or five days as the Chinese rush to get a vitamin C boost. Maybe good for Blackmores. And in Europe and US headlines, not really much apart from Kevin Rudd is going to be the new US ambassador. And the rich investors, there's a survey of millionaires called the CNBC Millionaire Survey. And they are betting on double-digit declines in stocks next year. 50% of millionaire investors surveyed expect the S&P 500 to decline by 10% in 2023. Bar humbug. All right, well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And, of course, we'll be back again to do it all tomorrow.